Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Did we see the most complete team in football last night? Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Theo, is uh, Damian Lillard on the heat yet? Not yet, but I'm waiting. Ugh, I didn't I'm sleep watching. last night. I did not sleep last night. Bring him home, Pat. Bring him home, Andy. <laughs> Let's get this done. I feel like it could be a done deal before we get off the air today. Ooh. Ooh, I'll try and put my anxieties aside because we start every Friday here on Ken Levick Alive with a man so important. He is the only person we say yes. We will start the show with him. He is our NFL insider. He is our football friend. He is former Jets GM and Dolphins president of football operations. It is Mike Tannenbaum with us here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Mike, let's uh, let's start with this. Your excitement level for Damian Lillard coming to the heat is what? Well, I'll tell you what, it'd be transformative if that all works out, right? He would be uh, make them the odds-on favorite in a very good East Eastern Conference, but uh, I think they'd be hard to beat if that gets done. That is, that is music to my ears, Mike. Uh, last night, the San Francisco 49ers, they just sort of bullied the Giants. And I look at the Niners, and it's just a bunch of physical bulldozers with a young guy who knows what his role is on the team distributing the football with a real strong defense. Uh, are the 49ers the most complete team in the NFL? Yeah, they, they, they may be. You know, and last year, all their opponents lost the following week except for Kansas City. And... Um, uh, they're physical. They're tough. They got a really smart quarterback. Um, they're going to be hard to beat all year long. Brock Purdy has never lost in the regular season. He they won 13 straight regular season games. Brock Purdy's only loss came in the NFC Championship game. What is Brock Purdy as a quarterback? You know he's smart. He's efficient. He was great last night against the blitz guys. You know John Martindale's a defense coordinator that likes the blitz. They blitz uh, about 84% of the time, according to Next Gen, and uh, he was 20 to 31 for two, T, two T, TDs against the blitz. So um, he's smart. Those 40 career starts at uh, Iowa State really made a difference in terms of his learning curve, and I think he's going to be a guy that's going to be a good quarterback for a long time. Before I let uh, Theo pepper you here, and again, Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider here on Ken Levick Alive, kicking us off as always on a Friday. What the hell is the identity of the New York Giants? Like, what are they? Because they're minus 53 right now in point differential, and I understand that's wildly skewed by 40 to nothing week one against Dallas, but I, I don't know when I'm looking at them what they're actually trying to do. What is their identity? Yeah, I'm not sure if they know. Like, it's hard to go on the road and play a good 49er team without uh... – Saquon Barkley, Ben Breedenson, their left guard, and Andrew Thomas, their left tackle. So I'm not sure what it is, but it, whatever it was, wasn't good enough last night. Mike T, uh, Theo here. Speaking of just kind of missing a little something, especially off of what they had last year, when we talk most complete teams in the NFL, 
What has been your view of what the Philadelphia Eagles have been doing this year so far? Because you look at the talent on the roster and you're like, man, they should be in that conversation, but they've looked a little less dominant. Does that have something to do with the loss of the coordinators on both sides? Like, what, what's, your, what's your overall view of what they have going and how it could look by the end of this year? Yeah, they, look, no style points in the NFL. They've uh, won two games, nothing to apologize for there, but they, they, they haven't looked the same. Um, I think Tampa Bay is going to play them really tough this week, and, but over the course of the season, those coordinators will get experience, and I think that they'll, they'll be just fine. The Chicago Bears' level of train wreck right now is akin to what in recent memory? Because you have allegedly a defensive coordinator who has quote-unquote health issues, but Pat McAfee is saying, no, 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 some of the reports were true. The FBI raided his home. Players aren't speaking on him. Justin Fields makes his coaching comment, but then walks it back to reporters. They're 0-2. They looked bad against the Buccaneers. They have the Chiefs coming up. Uh, What can we compare the level of dysfunction right now too with what the bears are experiencing yeah probably uh, unprecedented ken i mean that's that's a really tough week and now they go play kansas city you know coach parcell said it a generation ago like winning is a great deodorant in pro football it covers up everything that stinks and right now there's a lot of things that stink in chicago <laughs> yeah no doubt uh theo you uh you want another crack at this here yeah and speaking of the other side of the ball there uh the kansas city chiefs i know there's some questions around what's going to happen offensively but just just let's talk about the defensive side of the ball uh first week without chris jones look amazing second week with chris jones look impenetrable uh that chief's defense is it on the level of top five yet can we have those kind of conversations I think so. I think he's that good. I was surprised he played that well, considering how much time he missed um, in preseason. And they have a young secondary, but a very good one, and I think they're going to be hard to beat uh, like they were a year ago. How much longer can the Jets go if they continue to lose and Zach Wilson continues to struggle before they go out and get a name quarterback to come in and at least provide a cushion or save the day? Uh, about 10 minutes, yeah. I think um, I, I, uh, I would move on from Zach Wilson. I already would have, and uh, I'm surprised that they haven't. Uh, Mike, appreciate you. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week, and uh, have a great weekend, okay? All right, guys. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Right. Uh, that's my Tannenbaum. So what um, – The Jets can only go 10 minutes more without <laughs> Zach Wilson? Off, Guys, the, off the team? What do we do? We want to go around the room and take some guesses here as to what Mike T was doing while uh, <laughs> while we were talking to him. Do we just want to go around the horn here? Why don't we just speculate? We might as well hypothesize. Uh, Theo, why don't you uh, give this a go first? What what was Mike Tannenbaum doing while he was talking to us here? The opening, uh, I don't know, six minutes of the show. I heard some wind kind of maybe blowing. I heard a lot of rustling, and then it obviously was somebody he was trying to converse with as he was muting his phone in between yeah. the questions. Um, maybe like some kind of public transit. <laughs> Was he on the the inaugural Brightline yeah. trip to Orlando today? Uh, Stone, what do we suspect? Uh, what do we suspect Mike T was doing? I think he was in ESPN Bristol's cafe, grabbing some lunch, oh. ordering something to go. I uh, honestly have no clue. I did give you a heads up. Hey, got, <laughs> got <laughs> Mike sounds like something that's going on. Got Mike yeah. Tannenbaum here. He's ready to go, but sounds like he's doing something. So uh-huh. just a little heads up. Uh huh. Uh, uh, you know what? It kind of, to me, sounded like he may have been getting some car service. 
he may have been uh, getting his automobile serviced, maybe an oil change, maybe a tire rotation, something along those lines. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe next week we'll ask him <laughs> if we can get him in a, uh, a solitary <laughs> moment. Uh, so that is uh, Mike Tannenbaum, uh, or at least like, I don't know, three-quarters to half of Mike Tannenbaum uh, to start us off here on, uh, on Ken Levick Alive. All right. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, uh, I mean, last night was just sort of a plotting domination. Uh, there was nothing overly notable about this one other than the fact that uh, we had a feeling the 49ers were going to bully the Giants. And what happened? Well, the 49ers ended up bullying the Giants. When I watched the 49ers play, and I know that they're going up against a shorthanded, uh, not quite decimated, but co- uh, close to that Giants team from an injury standpoint. I-, I just I looked, though, at the Niners and the running game. They're going to smack you in the mouth. Christian McCaffrey, he can do so many things out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Debo Samuel, that receiving core, uh, they want physicality. They don't retreat out of bounds. They run good routes. They'll fight for footballs. Then there's the Niners' defense that is extremely stubborn. If Nick Bosa can get back to being Nick Bosa. And and here's, here is Ken Lavica's. Uh, th- this is a, a lesson on football from Ken Lavica. Block Nick Bosa. Mm. Uh, I mean, Stone, is that is that intelligent football analysis what I just put out there? I think absolutely, right? Yeah. If someone's looking yeah. for the inside scoop on what they watched last night, I think you just gave them everything they needed. <laughs> uh-huh. they, uh, they let the, him go unblocked. Yeah, yeah. The, the New York Giants try the old don't block Nick Bosa play. It didn't go particularly well. It almost led to a safety. But why would you go – you leave him unblocked and then you do a play fake where Daniel Jones is rolling towards Nick Bosa. Yeah. What do you think Nick Bosa's doing? Drop it back in the coverage right I mean, there? it's an actual thing, right? If he's not going to set the edge, you're allowing Daniel Jones to get out there, right? When he goes right. unblocked, if he doesn't set it, takes the decent inside angle. I mean, you got what you want. You're saving a man, right? You're not putting somebody on him, so you have an extra guy on a route yeah. or an extra guy – Faking, heading to that opposite side, so it's a thing, but it just didn't work. It, it didn't work. It's and a what weird I spot to do with it. what I expect, it, well, especially when you're inside the five, you're exactly right. And and I also believe that that play design, at the very least, you're trying to put some sort of physical contact into Bosa right at the line of scrimmage before he goes unblocked. At least got to yeah. chip him. Yeah, at least got to chip, gotta chip him. Even, like, no, that was Ole, and then Nick Bosa was killing Daniel Jones at the goal line. <laughs> Um, I mean, the San Francisco 49ers, and not to mention you have one of the most creative play callers in the sport uh, running the offense there in Kyle Shanahan, and then you have a quarterback that, I mean, this guy just absolutely knows what's expected of him. He's not going to dazzle you, but he knows that, hey, there's George Kittle. Hey, there's Debo Samuel. Hey, Christian McCaffrey. He's in a great position. The San Francisco 49ers don't pay him anything. They're the most complete team in the NFL. I I, I know that it might be, oh, Ken, recency bias. They played last night. But didn't I say earlier in the week, Stone, that they're right now the best team in the NFL? Like, and I last night did nothing to push me off that. Theo, this is the most complete team in football, the San Francisco 49ers. When you go down the list of the names they have on this roster and you just talk about guys you don't want to have to game plan against, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, uh, George Kittle on the defensive side of the ball, Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, like their defensive backfield is not big names, but they're also unheralded guys that make a lot of plays. Like 
they are one of the most frightening teams to go up against. And I think the only position where you feel comfortable at, where you're like, okay, maybe we can get our edge here. We can get a, take advantage of him here is Brock Purdy. But even when he's throwing these errant balls that should be intercepted, you guys, guys like George Kittle playing defensive back, swatting it down. Like, where right. can you lose? I mean, I mean, last night you had Debo Samuel get blown up. On, he just sort of settled into the Giants zone, and the Giants read it well, and uh, Brock Purdy throws a pass, and Debo Samuel gets rocked. The ball goes 15 feet in the air, and then there's another 49er to snag it out of midair for a 17-yard game. Like, they just... They're just so smart, and they're so good. And actually, Evan Cohen, our ESPN West Palm legend, our good friend, and he is the uh, the host of uh, Unsportsmanlike, uh, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every morning here on ESPN 106.3. Here's what he had to say this morning about the San Francisco 49ers uh, and about this window that they're in, that there's no excuse for them to win a championship. I think the San Francisco 49ers over the next three years have more pressure on them to win a Super Bowl, arguably since the early days of Tom Brady in New England. And mm. here's why. When you look at this San Francisco 49ers team, they have to win a Super Bowl this year, next year, or the year after. And really, I'll say this year and next year. Have to. There should be the pressure on them. When we look at a way in which a team is built, CC, what do I always say? The key to football is what? A Having a quarterback that outperforms his contract. Okay. So outperforming your contract means you better perform better than your percentage of cap. Patrick Mahomes makes 16.9 percentage of the cap for the Kansas City Chiefs. Josh Allen makes 8.2% of the cap. Joe Burrow makes 8.6% of the cap. Brock Purdy, San Francisco 49ers, who's never lost a regular season game, okay? Never lost a regular season game. They've won 13 straights. Makes 0.4% of the cap. <laughs> which means the rest of the team they have 99.6% of their salary cap with $41 million available this year allocated to the other 52 guys on the roster. And that quarterback has to outperform that contract. Not only is he outperforming the contract, even when he didn't even play that well last night, he has 17 touchdowns, four interceptions in the 12 games he's played in the NFL. This team is built perfectly. We have not seen a team built like this since Russell Wilson's early days with the Seattle Seahawks and Tom Brady's early days with the New England Patriots. We have not seen this where a quarterback makes this little and a team is this good and a quarterback can perform this well even despite what he did last night. They have to win this year or next year or else it's a colossal failure. They completely whiffed on a top five pick at the most important position in football, yet the San Francisco 49ers, as Evan said, and I agree with him, they are perfectly constructed still because of their seventh-round quarterback, and they are in a championship window. They are the most complete team in the NFL. I say the 49ers are the most complete team in the NFL. I love the Dolphins. They're super fun. They're a title contender. Are they complete? No. Did you see the defense week one? Did you see the special teams in week two? They're not as complete as the Niners, the San Francisco 49ers, the most complete team in the NFL. To you, who is the most complete team in the NFL going into week three? Or, well, one game into week three. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at 
KLV1063. Most complete team in the NFL. Theo, are you on board with me? The Niners, the most complete thing going in, in, the, in the league? I almost was, right? Like, there's a part of me that wants to go that way. Sure, like, if we're playing Madden and we sort by overall, they got the most guys in the 90s, right? Like, sure, that this team has all the guys at every position outside of quarterback that just make you a little bit more excited to be rooting for them. But uh, have we learned nothing from what happened last year? Have we really gotten this far off? I mean, history repeats itself time after time. Uh, Stone, we know what's coming now. The Kansas City Chiefs are consistently doubted about what they can do around the greatest man to ever have a football in his hands, Patrick Mahomes. And if you're going to sit here and tell me the most complete team in the NFL is the San Francisco 49ers, when they have... Still a question mark, as good as Brock Pur- Purdy has been all year in the past year as well, still a question mark at the quarterback position. Uh, he was throwing some bad balls last night. I think the Kansas City Chiefs, with their top five defense, with the best interior offensive line in the NFL, with the greatest quarterback to have ever lived, and also, let's not forget, Travis Kelsey's back now. He's, he's getting back into full health. You're going to have some young yeah, he's receivers. Distracted. He's distracted. Yeah, I'm not worried about that, all right? That's just a little side quest. That's a side uh, mission. Can, can, we, can we just go <laughs> ahead and declare right now, is Travis Kelsey dating Taylor Swift is a top five most annoying NFL storyline oh, of the last 20 years? Uh, can we stop? <sighs> uh, what, what is the obsession with this? Travis Kelsey, in terms of his, his I guess, impact on the sport, is he like a top 10 player you would talk about if you're like, oh, the most popular players in the NFL? Because I always took him to be a, like a niche fun guy. Like he's a niche fun guy. He's good, but I could give you 10 quarterbacks that have more impact, name recognition in the sport. Is Travis Kelsey this popular that we are NFL fans, big burly men, are just are, are falling all over themselves to discuss Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and are they dating? He's got more name recognition than Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, I don't know about that. The dude hosted Saturday Night Live and has won two Super Bowls. You don't know about that? SNL, I mean, it's not culturally relevant anymore. Okay, he also is now semi-dating Taylor Swift. I mean, he's got the Swifties that know his name, and that's like a million, billion people or whatever. Catching the Kelseys, right? The documentary, the reality TV shows. They have the podcast. He's better looking than Tua. That's fine. I don't care about that. I mean, Stone, you're not going to do anything to my feelings if you say Travis Kelsey, who is a very good-looking man, is better looking than Tua. Like, whatever, man. He has a bigger name in sports than, than many quarterbacks. There's probably maybe like three or four quarterbacks currently that have a bigger name than Travis Kelsey in sports right now. Outside of sports as well. I wanted the Kayla Nicole girl he was dating got him a lot of popularity as well. Who's that? Kayla Nicole. That's his his ex that's out here modeling. Oh, is that that black girl? Yeah, she was was pretty hot. Yeah, goodness gracious. I don't like how Theo just name dropped it like we were supposed to know. Ken. Yeah, like, like it was a household name. Right, like Kayla. Kayla. You could have said the hot black girl. I would be like, oh, yeah, I remember her. It's true, but I mean, you should have just context clues, all right? There's only one other woman that's been associated with Travis Kelsey, and she was there for the two Super Bowl runs. We, all I'm saying. We interrupted you, Theo. To yeah, I'm sorry. May, may, yeah, may yeah. you continue on your most complete NFL Thank team uh, point. Yeah, okay. So last year, the Chiefs rounded out the year um, as the top 10 defense. This year, they've only gotten better. You still have Patrick Mahomes. You still have Andy Reid. I don't think all of the hoopla about the offense and how out of sync they are, I don't think that's something that continues to deteriorate. I think it's something that keeps getting better, and you'll see some of that this weekend against the Chicago Bears. 
it's it's funny to me, again, year after year, we doubt the teams that have already proved it. We doubt the teams that have shown you that they can hoist the Lombardi trophy. And I think this is another year where people are looking at Patrick Mahomes and his weapons thinking that that's the biggest flaw when really that's an area of emphasis that they're going to be working on all year with one of the greatest offensive minds of all time in Andy Reid. I have faith that somebody comes out of that receiver room and looks good, especially with Travis Kelsey back integrated in the offense. What the heck was that drum? What was that? You talked about you suspect one of the receivers is going to, you know, surmount to something or whatever. You is said. you saying that's that, a joke? I thought that was a joke. I thought you were trying to be funny. No, just, oh. Justin Ross was a first round type talent coming out of Clemson, except for the injuries. You got guys like Sky Moore. Oh, my God. Who scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I mean, this dude's in a cult, Stone. I'm not. <laughs> am I crazy for believing in Patrick Mahomes? Am I? I'm insane now. You're putting your money on Brock Purdy. I'm putting mine on Patrick Mahomes. Okay, we'll when you put it more. like that, you're putting up against the wall. I love that. That's all I'm saying, though. It's Patrick Mahomes plus what he has around him, which can continue to improve. There's a reason why they restructured that deal and made him the richest man in the NFL once again. Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs roster, if we're going to go all around the table and say the most important position in all of team sports is quarterback, and the Kansas City Chiefs have the most elite quarterback paired with a top five defense and Travis Kelsey and a good running game behind them, great interior offensive line, I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Who is the most complete team in the NFL? I say the 49ers and Theo in the most predictable, predictable, well, prognostication possible. (laughs) He's going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Who is the most complete NFL team? And Travis Kelsey is a top what number, top what number player in the NFL in terms of name recognition? I say like top 20. 888 That's 888 And on social media, at KLV1063, the most complete team in the NFL. 888 760 Stone, you want to you wanna weigh in on this? I do think it's the 49ers, right? If I had to go elsewhere and at least be contrarian, it would be the Dallas Cowboys, but I'm not putting any money or any bit of faith, let alone in the now, Dallas is Cowboys. That, is that more because of newly minted injury concerns or because it's just the hashtag Cowboys? I think it's hashtag Cowboys, right? And when you are in a division with a team like the Eagles, I just, I'm just not ready to, to make that leap yet. I, I do think they're a number two right behind the San Francisco 49ers as we stand right now with the Chiefs being three, maybe Dolphins being four. So I'm not quite ready to make that leap, like I said, but for me it is the San Francisco 49ers. I have no disputes. Uh, the most complete team in the NFL, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on social media, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I still, like, do you, do you think Travis Kelsey's a top five? Like, it sounds like you guys are trying to tell me he's like a top five name recognition player in the NFL. He is. Um, Travis Kelsey is kind of going through like this midlife crisis type thing where he knows his he's in the twilight of his NFL career. He only has two or three more years of being a guy who's recognized for his great play on the field. Maybe he competes for a couple more Super Bowls, but he's kind of setting himself up for that post-career hype. And I think him doing this whole outward flirtation with Taylor Swift, him doing Saturday Night Live, coming on the heels of that Super Bowl championship, him doing the podcast with his brother. You see how his, him and his mom and his brother are in like Campbell's uh, commercials now, they're the new NFL family. Like, See, 
This is happening I, right now. See, I think he might be his Q rating amongst those who regularly watch Real Housewives of insert location here is high. Yeah. That said, like that's just a small niche audience. It's not though. So I think that Q rating in terms of general American public, Joe Burrow, uh, Josh Allen, Tua, uh, okay, pump the brakes. Patrick pump. Mahomes, pump the uh, who else? Bill Belichick. Um, Pete Carroll, uh, people like that, they automatically are pushing Travis. Kel- He's not even the most popular person on his own team. You think on Pete his own Carroll roster is more popular? I'm just spitballing than Travis here, man. Kelsey? I'm just spitballing. If we here. walked out on Flagler Avenue right now and I asked somebody, okay, you know who Travis Kelsey is? Yeah, of course, right? He's the football player. If I said I, Pete Carroll, I mean, they're like, is that the politician yeah, from North but Dakota? I think, we, I think we should do this. I think we should have sent someone out onto the onto Flagler. A little man on uh, the street? And just a little man on the street, have a couple people to hey, have you uh, heard of Joe Burrow? Have you heard of Josh Allen? Have you heard of Patrick Mahomes? Have you heard of Travis Kelsey? And I would be willing to bet all those other names I just mentioned, they will have heard of them. More people will have heard of them as opposed to Travis Kelsey. No, and you're also underestimating the power of this whole Taylor Swift thing he's doing right now because now the name, like, that's a whole new fan base that is tied together so well. I mean, when Taylor Swift was going to towns, news stations were doing stories upon stories and doing whole Taylor Swift-themed shows just based on the fact that she was having a concert in their city. And now he's the guy that's rumored to be dating and shooting his shot at Taylor Swift as well, like, especially like, after this week. We're acting like no NFL player has ever dated a high-profile woman before. Like, I don't understand what this obsession is. I don't. Uh, I hate it, but I, I mean, I'll take Taylor Swift over Giselle. Uh, on just, uh, I think, where we stand right now. Name recognition like, and stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. But the whole thing is just so, like, guys, stop. It's a force. It's a Travis force. Kelsey is a top what NFL player in terms of name recognition? What number? I say top 20. But Stone and Theo are trying to tell me he's top five. I'll go like, eight. Coast to coast uh, of this great land, you're going to go top eight? Top eight? I'm going yeah. top five. Yeah, I'll uh, go eight. Uh so, so top what NFL player in terms of name recognition? Also, it's the most complete NFL team. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Who should be the man on the street? I'm sure Tina's not doing anything. Why don't we send her out there and uh, and have her ask some people uh, at Flagler. Stone in the break. Since I, I'm doing the show from uh, FAU Stadium because uh, I've got FAU Illinois tomorrow. We're traveling today. Can we see uh, maybe Tina can earn a paycheck for once and, yeah. uh, and send her out on the street? Love it. Yeah, I'll awesome. holler at her. Awesome. Uh, let's go to the phones. Jared is in Port St. Lucie. He gets us going on the phones, and maybe he's less distracted than Mike Tannenbaum here on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Jared? Uh, how's it going? It's actually Peter, but you're close enough. Oh, God, um, I am not close enough at all. <laughs> Hi, Peter. I uh, I promise you that I got Jared on my text Oh, message. no, you're good. I'm not, I'm not worried about Peter. it. My radio was up when I told him my name. I'll take oh, the blame. I'm sorry. Peter, how's that work? I mean, I don't want to blame the phones. I don't want to blame my ears. But <laughs> No, as, no, my, as, my, my radio was up. It was on me. My yeah, radio was up. That's on you, man. You can get it together. Me. Get it together, you Peter. You can blame Stone, Peter. It doesn't matter. Flame Stone. Okay. I'm totally fine. With, all right, Peter, go ahead, buddy. Um, I'm going with – I'm giving you top ten um, only because we have to include people that don't watch football. Exactly. Yes. If, if, your man, if your man on the street is going to ask the people first, do you watch football, and they say no, 
I guarantee they're more likely to know Travis Kelsey than Tua Tungavailoa. Interesting. Okay. 100%. That if makes they sense. do watch football, that's a different story. So but that, that goes along with this. Football, yeah, yeah. Now I, now, I do wonder, and that I mean, if you have a Venn diagram, I wonder how much overlap there is between NFL Watcher and Real Housewives of Insert Location here, and I have to imagine it's just a little sliver. So I do think you're on to something, Peter. I, I definitely think you're on to something, and appreciate the call. Um... Uh, Stone, Jared. That's bad. That's rough. <laughs> I mean, that's hey, you like know not what? even cl- the syllables, like n- nothing. Yeah. Here's the way I look at it. It's Friday. So who gives a bleep? You want to call in, say your name is Todd, but it's actually Will? Like, I'll call you Tom. Yeah. And, and, it doesn't and, matter. And I do... I mean, I did love that call from Peter. It was awesome, and, and shout, I, shouts you know, to Pete, but... He, he, he's right. It does depend on the person you run into on Flagler. No, no, I was going to say... I don't. I haven't been able to wrap my my mind around. You know, being a producer, I, I'm the one manning the phones. I haven't been able to wrap my mind around the the correcting your name on the air. Like, does it make any sense? I I would have just rolled with whatever the guy's gonna oh, give me. Now oh, now you're criticizing him. I already yeah. said I like him. I got oh, great call. I gave him that. But like correcting your name on air, it always confuses. No, me. but if you're gonna take the t- if you're gonna take the time to call, you might as well have your name correct. I get. I mean, if you if you look at it as TV time and you you, you tell your peeps, oh. hey man, check me out on money. I I I, I get it. Got to correct the now, name, but what, uh, I mean, no, but what what I I'm trying to think though. Like when someone's like, because we get names wrong a lot. Why? Why? Because we give like 50% effort. Oh, no, it's tough. The phones are old. Enough. We have the old rinky-dink phone, and we got another caller coming in. We Look got the old phone, the, basically the when tools. I'm spinning the dial, the one that Ken used to use when he was growing up, <laughs> and, and sometimes it doesn't work. Uh-huh, the old rotary phone, yeah. Uh, now, I will I will give I will give uh, Stone benefit of the doubt uh, because he is he's more than just a producer. Like, he's a, a co-host in this yeah. thing. Like, he, he performs vital on-air duties. I, I'm trying to decide, Theo, if I get the, hey, uh, it's actually Tim, but that's okay. Like I, they're like letting me down easy. Like they're disappointed in me, yeah. but they're letting me down, and they're trying to be nice about it. I almost feel like I prefer the name's actually Tom. Yeah, get it right, and be like rude about it. Yeah, like I don't know. Pete, I, I, Pete, called, Pete called back, and he's pissed. Oh, he's pissed. Uh, he's mad. Yeah, he should be. I said, hold on, let me see if we can get you back on. But he he started talking, and he was kind of yelling at me. He was yelling. Yeah, he was. We were giving him credit. Deservedly so, but no, Stone talked down on the dude. He said, hey, man, I don't care what your name is. You're on my show. <laughs> you shut up. You, you go by whatever I call you. That's what hey, Stone said. No, Peter, Peter. He's on hold. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, and I don't want you to be upset. I think that you you uh, deserve to have your name correct on the air if you're taking the time to call this show. Just understand um, you you have to be cautious of calling this show because chances are we're given like half effort to properly identify people that are calling. Yeah, so, we appreciate you, Jared. Yeah, it's no. <laughs> it's no. Was he really mad? I, I mean, he's literally sitting on hold. Like I can, but bring he, him in he, here. he was. He was. Yeah, just, let's bring him in. Let's just make sure <laughs> don't that. Be a potty mouth, though. Uh, Peter. I want to make sure everybody goes into the weekend feeling good about themselves. Uh, Peter, I'm, I, I I'm feeling make sure. great. I'm okay. feeling great. You're good. All right. No, I appreciate you, Peter. Uh, no, so I, ju- I just wanted to, to clarify my name because I'm not going to say I call in daily or weekly, but I call in often, and I feel like 
if you know it's Peter from PSL, you know it's me. We can develop a relationship. Mm. That's you know right. why I'm calling you. A connection. Stuff like that. Yeah, and there's the alliteration. There's Peter and PSL. Peter, I appreciate you, and we will never call you Jared. We might call you, like, uh, Pablo. I might tell we'll you never- my name's Jared. Yeah, I was going to say, from this point on, you might as well be yeah. Jared. My new name is Jared. It's okay. There you we'll go. go. Jared, Boom. now we'll definitely Boom. know. Jared, appreciate it. Uh, when we come back, uh, we know his name, Steve. His name is Steve. He is uh, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. Steve Palatino, in fact, and he is the smartest person that we know we are going to pick his big brain when we come back stone should i knock out a read then we'll get him uh, do it when he come back okay okay uh then you know what steve's on the way that's theo dorsey wp tv news channel 5 wflx fox 29 i'm ken levick i'm live on espn 106.3 from the nhr in the bean studios in downtown west palm beach you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. couple quick things here. Uh, you know what? Why don't we go ahead and burn an injury emporium here, Stone? I know we've done it this week, but if you could uh, give me an injury emporium, I would appreciate it. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. Two quick things injury-wise. Mike McDaniel says Jalen Waddell will practice today, but he is not yet out of concussion protocol. So as of right now, he is still uh, a no-go for the Broncos on Sunday. Dolphins-Broncos here on your home for Dolphins football, ESPN 106.3. And take this for what you will, Stone and Theo. Reed Sinet. Former Dolphins quarterback, the Bengals have just signed him to the Cincinnati practice squad. That leads me to believe that there might be Joe Burrow leg issue and some time missing coming up. Like the sound of that? Just something. Uh, oh, you are mean. <laughs> I'm like, uh, look, what do you like yeah, the sound? What do you mean? The AFC is wide open. What do you mean? Oh, okay. Okay, I thought yeah. you were wishing ill will upon Joe I Burrow. Lo- that I was love weird. that his calf hurts. No, <laughs> I love that the AFC is open for the fins. That is Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. I mean, it's still mean. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health <laughs> Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and Specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty, visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. To learn more today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Big brain time, smart person time. Steve Politiner, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, play his theme music. Steve Politiner is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. Hey, Steve, what did you think of the Giants don't block Nick Bosa play last night? What did you think of that game plan? Uh, was, did the Giants play last night? <laughs> who, are, who are these Giants you speak of? Yes. Awful, 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 awful. Um, it, it was like what they both are. I don't even think the Niners played their best. Um, and the Giants tried to hang in there uh, as best they could, but you know, they could not get off the field on third down. Um, Purdy was unbelievable on third down, and the Giants did him a couple favors with some awful penalties as well. 
And um, it just showed the difference in the, the, the caliber of teams that you have there. And Bosa was unstoppable. And the Giants line is a joke um, going through a lot and has a ton of injuries. But the Giants are not in their class. The Giants are not. Did it, I'm not, are you surprised at that result? No, 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 no. That was, I mean, the 49ers did, and we talked about it, Theo Stone and myself, uh, that they, they did what they do to every team, and they just bully you. They're, they're a bunch of, of physical, physically gifted bulldozers, and they're going to go whoop your backside, and then they're going to move on. They're the most complete team in the NFL. By the way, a quarterback who's making 50 cents uh, an hour. Uh, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I think they're the most complete team in the NFL. Do you agree with me, or would you put that title on another team? I've heard you talking. I do. I think they are right now. And and maybe because some of the teams that we expected to be there haven't you know shown it quite yet. Like I, It's not like we think the Chiefs aren't going to be great, but you know, the Chiefs, um, there's always that the Ravens are so good in the regular season, and then, then there's that like Lamar injury, and you never know what happens sometimes on those occasions with their offense. I'm buying the Niners more than I'm buying the Cowboys, but the Cowboys look, you know, look awesome. Uh, the Eagles, I feel like, are almost an underrated team, even though they played in the Super Bowl right. uh, last year. And you look at the other undefeated. I don't buy the South. I, I'd say of those teams, the Falcons, maybe the most of the Bucks from the Saints of the undefeated in the South. So yeah, I think the Niners right now do do uh, are are. Almost not even to be argued, the class of the NFL. Uh, Steve Policiner, Ask Steve's here on Ken Levick Alive. He is our dose of intelligence. He is a business maven. He is a local sports hero. He is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer and one hell of a family man, and he joins us every week here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Steve, I'm glad you're on the phone here because I've been meaning to, to catch up with Theo on this in particular. Theo, you strike me the last couple of weeks as stressed out. You got a wedding coming up, and you are fully, fully, fully immersed in wedding planning. How are you feeling right now? It is. Uh, it's it's been tough. Uh, this afternoon, when I get off radio here, we got a meeting, a virtual meeting with the florist, and um, I just I don't honestly I don't want to be a part of it because I'm afraid of what the numbers are going to be. Yeah, I'm nervous. See, and this is it's tough, and I've been there. I've done that. I mean, Steve, you've been there as well. You've been happily married for a long time now to your beautiful wife, Stacy. What what tips? What advice can you give to young Theo as he tries to uh, traverse through wedding planning? Yeah, I could just hear it when Bert, when he said, when we get off, I have a meeting. Yeah. And he said it in lay like he's being called to the principal's office. Right, disdain. And he was like, a meeting. And I was like, who is this meeting with? Like, he, he lobed me in there. I was like, I'm like, was this some terrible meeting? And he's like, what the florist? That's not a big deal. It's a great meeting. I think the biggest thing for you, do you all have the budget set? you got to set the budget first. With the wiggle room of hey, this is what we this is where we're thinking. This is the range it's going to be. So every time we go on one of these meetings, first off, you can check online. Like, what is their pricing? Like, are you even meeting with the right? You know, are you in the right um, vicinity? Mm. Um, and then you say, you know, in the moment you're like, all right, this sounds great. We'll lay it into the budget, uh, and then we'll we'll circle back because you may say see something today that you're like, I like it, but. You know, it's probably not going to make the cut, or maybe later on there's some other expenses that are cut, and you're like, all right, we can add that. You know, it's just it's all about non-committal. When's yeah. your wedding? Uh, February, February. All right, so you assess the information. You know, you take it in. You're the customer. You don't have to say yes or no to anything besides if there's certain things with deadlines or timelines. And um, you know, and just like you got to, but it all starts with having that budget. 
and having those allocations, right? Do you all right? Do you have any idea what the flowers are going to cost? That's the thing. I, I've actually looked some stuff up, and I've seen that it, it can cost upwards of like ten thousand dollars, depending on how much you want to go with it. And that, that's the thing. I don't. It's not my end all decision. Like if my lovely fiance Ashley decides she wants more flowers, who am I to say no? Well, it depends who, who you're saying no. If you're writing a check, you're certainly <laughs> ten, somebody ten, can say no. I mean, Jesus, so $10,000 worth of flowers. you got to get on the same page. you got to get on that, the same page with that budget and the flexibilities that exist within them. So you're not on this – is, this is the rest of your life, bro. Yeah. This is the rest of your life. you got to get on the same page on, all right, what is – what do you value this at and what do I value this at? And then – See where it comes out. I need to find the Brock Purdy of florists. That's what I need to find. That's what <laughs> uh-huh. you're saying. Lots of value, not a lot of uh, – yeah, I, I think that's a great No, call. you don't need to Bang find the Brock Purdy of florists. But that's, that's your least of expenses. <laughs> the quarterback's the most important position. Obviously, the Niners are in a steal right now, you know, with Purdy. If you're talking like – you need the Brock Purdy of like – of um, Cake of making. Yeah. Yeah, oh, venues, yeah. cake, yeah. you know, wedding dresses. Yeah, the floral is the least of your issues. Right. So you better get get a little more uplifted sounding uh, about this floral uh, yeah. meeting you have coming up. Uh, and then he say he was like, I got this meeting. Like, yeah, he's like, a, like I thought like it was. It was, like, it was like with HR. Right. Yeah, I, I thought it was like relationship mediation. I'm like, oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> uh, Stone, Stone, when it comes to, you've been to a couple of weddings in your day. Just cake standpoint, what would a, what would a, a, a normal run-of-the-mill Joe like Stone Labanowitz, cake-wise, uh, what would you be looking for at Theo's wedding? That's, uh, I'm not even going to say that's a good question. I've never uh, given the cake thought yet. Mm. I, don't ask me that. Let me just pawn that off to the right. Don't like it. Don't uh, want to answer. Well, Theo, Theo, what are, do you have the cake settled? <laughs> the cake hasn't been settled, but we do know this. I'm not going with the full-out, like, actual wedding cake where you pay, like, a bunch of money to have it all real. We're going to have that, like, whole fake cake, but the top layer real type thing. Got it. Like and chocolate? Gonna, red velvet? Uh, we haven't decided on flavor yet either. That's, that's, that's what's next. But, again, we're going to go with the fake cake for the look, and it will give out people's sheet cake, and they'll never know the difference. They'll never know. I totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Good move there. It's all about the Good move there. I'm yeah. a, I'm a I, well done. Yeah. Well done. I'm That's glad that. you, you all are on the same page for yeah. that. Sounds like you got some work to do on the flowers, though. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Uh, start negotiating now. Steve Palazzino asked Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. All right. I, I, I was looking forward to covering this with you, Steve, because – in a shocking turn of events, I am absolutely over-the-top annoyed with Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, are they dating, what's going on. Uh, NFL fans <laughs> and NFL media is acting like uh, an NFL player, high profile, has never dated a celebrity woman before. Like, we're in uncharted territory here, like, falling all over themselves like they're Andy Cohen at, at 11.30. So, um, for me, like, enough already, but I also would say that if you ask the regular Joe out on Flagler, hey, uh, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Tua, like, there are at least 10 names before you get to Travis Kelsey of recognizable names to people, but Stone and Theo were telling me that he's like a top five, top six, top seven name, name recognition amongst active players in the NFL. Is Travis Kelsey that popular? Oh, absolutely. I, what names? We have Mahomes, Burrow, what, what other names, if you're just going to the average Belichick. person? I'm saying the football physician, because he's crossed over. Yeah. He's a crossover Steve, in the mainstream. Steve, Steve, Ken tried to tell us Pete Carroll. <laughs> he did name drop I was Pete just Carroll. spitballing. I was just spitballing. Like, I'm talking Q rating here. 
What? Who else? Who else is on it's, your list? It's Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and maybe one other guy yep. before Travis Kelsey. So he's crossed over that much into like the reality realm, the real housewives realm, that he's like a top five? Yeah, that and like there just aren't other of those guys, of those stories right now. I mean, who? Uh, his who, mom. Is, is Saquon Barkley. Uh, uh, Odell. I mean, who's on that list? Uh, Micah Parsons. Like, I'm just trying to think of like the biggest names in the NFL. Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson. None of those are bigger uh, names than Kelsey. Oh man, Odell was a good point though. That was a yeah. Odell. Odell Beckham's up there. Odell, but but again. Odell, yeah, Odell was uh, top Odell, five, but it almost feels like he was. What about Tyreek Hill? No, <laughs> no. Who knows who Tyreek Hill is? I'm saying as an NFL player, of course. Yeah, but I'm who, talking Q rating. Like outside of football, yeah. knows who Tyreek Hill is. Tyreek Hill played a long time. Oh, man, who I'm losing. Know, like, Ken, is this how you expected it to go? Tyreek Hill's yes. non-NFL personality. Ken, I don't. Is this? Ex- I know is this he how makes you... a lot of appearances because I see our. Great sports on WPTV that Theo does. Tyree uh-huh. Gilson showed up there a couple times. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is not going stone to answer your question how I thought it would. I thought that I would have a little bit of support here from Steve, but Steve has Ooh. firmly planted himself well, with you guys. I'm surprised you didn't kill me for not mentioning the Dolphins, by the way, as the complete teams because they were no, one of I, I the acknowledged, teams that I left out. Yeah, no, I acknowledged, though. I mean, I was offended you didn't mention them as a possibility, but I did acknowledge uh, earlier in the show that there are there are holes there. Did you watch the defense week one? Did you watch the special teams week two? Like, I, I get it. I live in a reality world, which is why – I'm very annoyed. I wish Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, that whole thing, would just stop. Like, enough already. Like, we, Travis Kelsey's gotten his his publicity. Now he can move on and do Travis Kelsey things, and Taylor Swift doesn't need that. Oh, he's got the podcast with his brother. He's he's the it guy. If Rodgers retires, he's the it guy. He's arguably one or two in the NFL. We did forget Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. 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 All right. I guess I guess I have to acknowledge he's top ten because I I now since I got all the rest of my names shut shot down, uh, he's a top ten name recognition player in the NFL. All right. There. I acknowledge it. You win, Theo. You he's win. He's not Stone. a top ten. He's a top three <laughs> unless you can name nine others besides eight, seven others besides Mahomes and Rogers. Uh, you know you what is because you, it doesn't exist. <laughs> you know what is a top one. Go watch football, two for one, uh, delicious food situation on NFL Sundays and any day is Duffy Sports Grill. Oh, Ken, I'm so glad you brought up Duffy's mm-hmm. because we're calling all sports fans. So grab your MVP card and head to Duffy's. We can catch all of the action. You don't have an MVP card? Sign up free and start earning rewards today. Go to the best sports grill year after year and their award-winning burgers and wings. Duffy's MVP dot com to learn more. By the way, Ken, um Tua. Yeah. Somebody I was thinking about when you mentioned like just on this list. He's not he's definitely not on this list. But Tua may be on the list of the player who has been the most overrated and underrated in their career ah, in the NFL so far. I like that. Gonna right? write that down for a he, topic next week. He like came out with the like, you know, the ah, unbelievable and, and yeah, I was just thinking about it. He was so good in college and then he got hurt. And then he was, like, underrated, and then he became overrated. And now he's actually probably underrated. 
I think I love, I absolutely love that. Stone, go ahead and write that down for our A topic on Tuesday, if you could. Uh, Steve, I, we covered a lot of bases today, and I feel like we, we were able to cover a lot of ground. Uh, and I hope you have a great weekend, and I'm sorry about the Giants, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, the Giants. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the NFL this weekend. So. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, oh, also Just before you – get Saquon healthy. And uh, it'll be a fun game against the Dolphins in a couple weeks. Uh, before you go, by the way, and uh, we don't have time to discuss it, but we'll pick it up next week. I have beef with Scott Hansen of the Red Zone Network. I'll explain next week, okay? Ooh. We're, ooh, we're beefing geez. with one Can't another. Wait. Yeah. Uh, good. Can't good. Wait. Uh, Can't wait. All right. Awesome. Uh, that's Steve Politiner. Bye, Steve. Hey, my kids pointed out that he was not on for the end of the goodbye last week. No, he, he wasn't. Like, leads you into the um, touchdown the Touchdowns, yeah. You don't have any information on that, do you? No, I don't, but they started the touchdown montage before the final game ended, uh, which was really bizarre. I don't understand that, but th- this isn't about that. I, uh, I I may have critiqued Scott Hansen, and I believe he's defensive about it. So we'll uh, we'll Ooh. discuss next week, yeah. Uh, Great. Thanks, Bye. Steve. Steve Politziner, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, and so much more. Stone is going to remotely kill me because we're late. He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. From the okay. Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Well, 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 if it isn't Stephen A. Smith, uh, can we... Uh... Theo, did you hear Stephen A. Smith on baseball a couple days ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was telling baseball fans to shut up. Yeah, yeah. Just flat out telling them to shut up on his. What is that? It's not his radio show, but he takes calls. It's podcast. like his. Uh, Stephen his A. Pod- Smith podcast. Stephen A. Smith podcast. Yeah. Stone, can we hear that? Can we hear Stephen A. Smith from, I believe this was Wednesday, uh, just eviscerating, eviscerating baseball fans? First of all, do me a favor. Tell a baseball community to shut the hell up. Let me Why tell you what. Why would we do that? Let me Why would we do that? Uh, I have four. Oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Be quiet. Ooh, call up. You're going to ask me a question. Let me answer. Blasphemous. I know baseball, the sport, what happens is because I'm so busy with other sports watching it, I don't get to watch as much baseball. But the reason why we don't watch as much baseball, Fuzzy, if you did your homework, is because people don't care ratings wise when we're watching baseball. We're trying to change that. So that's him just disrespecting the game of baseball. Okay. Like, ah, shut up. Shut up. I don't spend as much time watching baseball because I got other sports going on. Like, shut up. Just dismissive of the sport of baseball. I mean, that was Stephen A, and uh, that's his, his typical approach to baseball unless it's, uh, it's the Yankees. Now, Stephen A. Smith, and Theo, I'm sure you saw this. This man, and I didn't know this at the time, just 36 hours after, is scheduled to throw out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium. Again, 36 hours after just dismissing the sport of baseball. Uh, this isn't tangible, but when you do something like that, Theo, good chance the vibes are bad. Yeah, I don't think they were welcoming in with open arms the guy that just no. you know, just took a dump all over the sport. No, so, so he walked in after taking that proverbial dump, and he, I, will, I will give him some, some props. He got up on the bump. 
He got up on the bump stone. He towed that rubber. Mm-hmm. He didn't uh, stand in front of the mound. He got up there. Theo, when you threw out the first pitch uh, in spring training, did you get up on the bump? Come on, man. Like, I'm not I'm not the type of dude that just kind of sidesteps it or nervous. or gonna, No, I'm on the bump, on top of the hill. Mm-hmm. I feel that rubber on my toe, uh-huh. and that's when I know how to go. That's right. Uh, yeah, that was actually really hot. Baseball. Yeah. Uh, so – so, Stephen A., though, unfortunately, because he, uh, he went up on top of the mound, uh, his pitch went about 55 feet. It one-hopped the plate, but not like, uh, oh, someone would swing at it. He barely, he barely got it onto the dirt around the home plate area. It nearly hit the grass between the plate and the mound. It was a horrific first pitch, but what compounds the problem, Stone, is that this dude was just crapping all over baseball 36 hours before. Then he goes out there, and he does that thing that a lot of old men do when they don't throw stuff regularly, that little tight push throw. That looks terrible. A little shot put. That was yeah, a little shot put action. Uh, that's another thing, too. At what age does that start to kick in? Because I feel like if you don't throw balls regularly, uh, as a man, you start to just short arm everything, and you'll try and throw, and you're playing catch with your son, and you do that little like like shot put throw thing. You lose all throwing motion. At what age does that kick in? Like 40? 35? I, I thought. I'm trying to avoid that. I was I specifically assumed it it didn't it wasn't going to kick in with me like all things that oh happen when God. you age I've always assumed it won't happen to well, me until I, it does. Me too, and that's what I'm worried about, though, is that I grew up playing sports, throwing baseballs, throwing footballs, all that stuff, good throwing motion, all that. Uh, and and then though I see these former athletes that played baseball that they come at age like 55 and they're doing that old man throw thing where everything's so short and pushed shot put as stone put it i don't want that to happen to me and this is this is going to be my advice to you theo to you stone and to you the men of palm beach county and the treasure coast i've done some thinking on this i've done some research on this and here's ken lavica's advice once a month after the age of 30 you go out and play catch with a football or a baseball just so your mind, your wow. muscle memory, it'll remember, hey, this is how you smoothly throw a baseball. You got to stretch out that labrum. Mm. You got to make sure you loosen that thing up, and then you'll never lose that throwing motion no matter how old you get. Just once a month. That's all it takes for 15 minutes. Once a month, 15 minutes, and you'll never throw like an old man. If you just follow Ken Levick's tried and true advice. That's profound. Yeah, Use it or lose that? it, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Write I'm, that down and follow that. I'm okay? confident when I'm 40 that if you need a quarterback to come and win your work flag football league game in the weekend, mm. like I'm mm. totally confident that I can come in and get the job done. Why haven't like, we done that out here yet? We keep flirting with doing the flag football league. I, I th- I'm I think, assuming it's you. I think you're afraid. No, listen, we, we're, we're definitely flirting with it. And then when it comes to putting – a roster together, we get to like six people, and then you realize, uh, like, oh God, like, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. I, you, you know, it gets, and rough. It gets yeah. rough, and then you got to have the internal conversations that I don't think we've been ready to have. <laughs> we're, not, we're not ready to have. We're not ready to have those conversations. Nope, those people aren't ready to hear it. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh Lord. Uh, Stone, like, hey, who, what time's the game? No, you, you, well, you, 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 you didn't make the team. Ah, uh, you know, sorry to cut you off, Ken. Get some uh, No, no, it's fine. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to. Do, do, should we? Should we play Stephen A.'s excuse, or should we just leave it at he threw a fifty-five foot pitch? Let's tease it and let's hit it on the other side. 
Okay. Oh, you want to break? We're gonna. Oh yeah, we are. We do have to break, don't we? Uh, do you want me to to give some props to a partner? I think you should. I think, in all honesty, should probably be because it's so hot outside. I... Probably the good folks of EDS Air Conditioning. Oh, thank you, thank you. I will do that. That's a great idea. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is so versatile. Let me tell you about them. A lot of you snowbirds are coming back down, mm-hmm. and you have not been in your place of, of winter residence for a long time. Several months, in fact. While you were gone, back up north, it was, Theo will attest to it, Stone will attest to it, the hottest damn summer we have had in recorded human history down here in South Florida. You know what that means? If you left your AC running while you were gone the last several months. It's been working hard and it has not been touched. It has been neglected. There is a decent chance that you're going to come down, walk into your winter home and say to yourself, huh, this doesn't feel right or that doesn't sound right. If that happens to you, take friendly advice from your man, Ken Levicka, who just gave you great advice on how to continue to have a smooth throwing motion through your elder years, and that is get a hold of EDS. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. Uh, they've been doing it since 2006. They are family-owned and operated. It's not just your AC, though, whether they're trying to get your AC unit to warranty or swapping out your AC unit altogether and giving you a dependable, dependable train AC unit because it's hard to stop a train. Um, they can handle plumbing needs. They can handle air quality needs in your home. It's been humid. That air's been heavy. You want to make sure that on the interior of your home, you don't have something that's going to get allergies all uh, triggered. So just make sure EDS is there for you. Oh, how do I remember them, Ken? EDS is yes. It rhymes. EDS is yes. Here's the website. EDSairconditioning.com. Especially after hours, that's the route you're going to want to take. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. That's EDS Air Conditioning. When we return... Uh, Stephen A's excuse for his 55-foot first pitch at Yankee Stadium. Also, the anxiety is all over me. It is written all over my face. I can feel it in my loins. Something big is going to happen, but I need it done so I can sleep easily. Are the Miami Heat going to be a championship contender more so than they already are? I hope so because, boy, my nerves are frayed. He is Theodore, CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.